You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It's the weekend, and here we are. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. We are those weekend golf guys. Great hour coming up. Going to talk about uh, golf, coincidentally. That's kind of strange, isn't it? Those weekend golf guys. Why would we be talking about golf? Are well, you kidding me? And where the heck are you? topic that's got to be. Where are you? You were not at the Golf Cave. Well, this does not sound like the comfortable I'm confines not. of the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. No, unfortunately... I'm not in the comfortable confines of Otter Creek. I am now, I'm on excursion. As a matter of fact, sitting high atop the 18th tee at the one and only French Lick Resort in southern Indiana, Pete Dye Golf Club and the Donald Ross Course, two of the best resort courses in the country. And uh, I love coming here. The view is fantastic. The golf courses are just gorgeous. And uh, also, they're they're both very difficult to play uh, you- from Especially the back tees. I'm here with with my daughter, who is home from college. Okay. And I have promised her that I would take her to the Pete Dye Golf Club at French Lick because she has been on it, but she has not played it. Okay. She went to it when the Senior PGA Championship was being hosted Mm -hmm. uh, here at French Lick last year. Mm -hmm. But she did not get to play. Right, because there were like a bunch of professional golfers in her way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she was a little irritated by that. Yeah, like, I don't blame her. <laughs> What's going on, Dad? I mean, sure, these shuttle buses are okay, but, you know, <laughs> I thought you had something good going here. <laughs> right. But, um, so I, I I made a promise, and we're having a great day, and right now she's, um, while, I'm, while I'm here hanging out on the radio with you, mm-hmm. she is at the wonderful practice facility. Oh, that's great, isn't beautiful it? Beautiful green sitting high atop that, yeah. And and the driving range that goes straight down the hill and out, and, yeah. you know, you can really boom some drives on that driving range. It make you feel great hitting it there. You know, and even the vistas <laughs> from the driving <laughs> right range the are, are outstanding and stunning. You know you were at a beautiful golf course, because that's the way that yeah. happens. Hey, we went to, uh, last weekend uh, on our, our Sunday show here uh, in Louisville, we went down to uh, another golf resort. Um, one that is is more let's say, uh, reachable for the average golfer than is the Pete Dye golf course at French Lake Resort. It's called mm-hmm. Bright Leaf, and it's in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. And I know people are going to say, Harrodsburg, where is that? Well, that's the exact same thing I said. And then someone said, well, oh. Well, you know what? It's, it's almost what I just said. They said it's right, it's right there. It's right there next to the um, Wild Turkey Distillery. So I went, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. I know where that is." Now. Yeah, it's, you know what? That's a we. It's pretty bad that we're still giving directions via liquor outlet. I know. <laughs> you know, most most you states know, have. Thought that would stop in college. Most states have golf trails, right? Like our good our yep. good buddy down in uh, in Georgia with the Georgia Golf Trail, and there's the Alabama Golf Trail, and and uh, Kentucky has a Bourbon Trail. There are golf courses close to most distilleries in Kentucky, but the trail itself is from you know Jim Beam to Wild Turkey to Buffalo Trace, and you just keep going. So I'm throwing some names out there. I'm I'm sure you haven't uh, yet hit your favorite, but we'll get it there. But uh, Brightleaf is a fantastic place, man. 
Um, it's in Harrodsburg, but uh, they got it set up. There's a bunch of hotels right there. They've got their own. Actually, I think motel is probably a better word. And um, they've got you know pool, restaurant, the whole nine yards, twenty-seven holes. Uh, you were you were mm-hmm. part, part and parcel of the conversations we had with Kevin, the the pro and, and owner down there. And it's five generations. It's pretty cool. You know why they call yep. it Brightleaf? Because it used to be a tobacco farm. No, I- and Brightleaf was the kind oh, really? of and, and Brightleaf was the kind of tobacco they grew. And Brightleaf being is they wanted to point out the best tobacco ever. <laughs> oh really? Use, they always point that out. Used to wrap cigars, I believe, but whatever. But uh back uh, a long time ago before it became place, was that kind of history would be in from North Carolina. You would think so. But no, we we out we out uh, tobacco North Carolina, man. This is this is Kentucky Central. Yeah. I mean tobacco central right here. Sin State, man. Tobacco, bourbon. I mean, you want a bad habit, we supply it right here in the heart of Kentucky. It's a wonderful thing. Beautiful thing. But um, the uh, the hmm. grand, great, I guess it's the great-grandfather. You got to check this place out because it's great. They you, you come in and they give you a card. And, and there's an 88-year-old woman who runs a counter in the pro shop. She's a feisty lady. Feisty lady, great. Uh, the daughter of the guy who you know designed the course, who is also in the Kentucky Golf Hall of Fame for golf course designing. He's designed thirty nine courses around the state and elsewhere. It's a nice course, twenty seven really? holes. Yeah. Who is this guy? Uh, designed thirty nine golf course. What's this guy's name? I don't know. Mister. Hmm. Um, okay, we'll have to come up with that. We'll post that on the Facebook page because uh, my my mind has gone blank. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Hmm. I mean those weekend golf guys Facebook page? Facebook.com slash golf guys. Yes. The answer will yeah, be there. Good. Yeah. Because as soon as Kevin hears this, I'm sure he will <laughs> he will call me. Like, What's the matter with you? You didn't write down my last name? It's it's something very classy. It really is. Something very memorable <laughs> for any for anybody with, you know, like a normal memory. So what can I say? Like Howard how old the third? Yeah. Not quite that memorable. See that I would have remembered. <laughs> Hey, I want to do something for you, man. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but I'm going to test your uh, your knowledge of some of the things, some of the people who have said things about golf. I'm going to come back in a few minutes. And we're going to, oh, you got to be kidding me. No, we're going to play a game called Who Said That? I'm going to give you the quote. You tell me who I'm quoting, and we'll oh, keep score. Geez. Yeah, okay. You're going to embarrass me. We're going to do that, plus Jeff's got a quick fix coming up in a little bit, too, right here. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move, because we will be right back. Every other week, we send you great tidbits, including a weekend tune-up from Jeff Smith, a quick video that'll get you doing something absolutely right on the golf course. Just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com slash newsletter and sign up. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
$3 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. You suck. I mean, isn't that the thought that goes through your mind every time you, like, chunk a chip or blade a wedge? It is, isn't it? Yes. Yes, indeed, it is. I hear that so many times from people. (laughs) You know, it could be, I hate to say this because I'm one of these personal responsibility kind of guys, but it could be the club. It's possible. And I don't understand. I know you do, but nobody understands, so we're not going to explain it. But the bounce and the lie angle and the grind and all that kind of stuff, it's very confusing but very important for wedges. Is it not, Jeff? That is absolutely true. You, right. you better have something that gets through the turf pretty well. Harry Taylor, former PGA professional golfer and excellent club designer, has new wedges that work for 98% of us. Harry and Taylor, HarryTaylorGolf.com. Use code LOVEMETENDER and you are going to get a huge discount. The 149 wedge for 99 bucks. the 169 wedge for 109 bucks. Love Me Tender is the code. Go there, check it out, harrytaylorgolf.com. Hey, thanks for hanging, and welcome back. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, and we're uh, sitting here getting ready to play a a new game. We're going to play a game called Who Said It? I'm going to give you a quote, and it's a quote about golf. That's why, you know, it's part of those weekend golf guys, and you're going to tell me who said it, right? I'll have to do my best. All right. Oh, brother. Here we go. Wait, what's the scoring system here? Do I get 100 points for everyone to get right, and you get one point for everyone you get right because you, you got the answers? You you get whatever I feel yeah, is it. is deserving at the end of the game, and that's it. <laughs> All right. You'll get nothing and like it. You get nothing. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. All right, quote number okay. one. Who said it? It took me 17 years to get 3,000 hits in baseball. I did it in one afternoon on the golf course. Oh, 3,000 hits? That narrows it down, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, it's, do, it's, do, it's, do, there's only a handful, right? Do, 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 it's, um, do, do, do. Alex Rodriguez? No, no, not A-Rod, no. Can't be Pete Rose because he's not allowed to quote anything. About <laughs> That's right. We can't quote flat. Pete Rose by law. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, three thousand hits. I don't know who else got three thousand. Maybe Derek Keeter. That's one more guess, and then you're out of here, and we move on to the next contestant. All right, I, I got a guess. Um, I don't know. How about um, Barry Bonds? No. 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 Okay. okay. I don't know this. Hank Aaron. All player people. Hank, Hank Aaron. Aaron. Yes, Hammer and Hank. Uh, Come on, man. All right, well, here I we go. I, didn't, yeah, I just think of him as home run guy. That's know? minus 500 okay. points for Jeff. We're moving on now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you that part, didn't I? <laughs> Quote number two. Right, here we go. That's just lost money. Now, this one's going to be easy if you have any, okay. any knowledge of movie history whatsoever. Quote number two, you know the Oscar I was awarded for the Untouchables is a wonderful thing, but I can honestly say that I'd rather have won the U.S. Open Golf Tournament. 
The Untouchables? Mm-hmm. Who was in that movie? Let's see. Well, Kevin Costner was in that movie. Well, Sean Connery was they in that movie. They didn't give him an Oscar for that, did they? Sean Connery was in that movie. But they give him an Oscar for that? He wasn't the lead role. Sean Connery was in that movie. Well, it's got to be Sean Connery because ding, no ding, one ding, would ding, give ding. Kevin Costner an Oscar. No one, no one in their right mind would give Kevin Costner an Oscar. No, sir. All right, so now you're back to even. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Who said it? The only time my prayers are never answered is on the golf course. Oh, I've heard this before. Um, um, it's one of those. It's one of those uh, televangelist guys. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard this. Uh huh. I, I got uh, uh-huh. it, it's, uh-huh. it's, uh, it's got to either be Jimmy Swagger or Billy Graham. Pick one. I'm going Billy Graham. You're right. I'm, bo- I'm going with ding, Billy Graham. Ding, 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 ding. Billy Graham. Fifty fifty. Billy Graham, yeah, that was 50-50, all, right. all right. The only time my prayers okay. never answered is on the golf course. Billy Graham said that. Uh, number four, <laughs> who said it? The object of golf right. is not just to win. It's to play like a gentleman and win. Wow. Bobby Jones. No. No? No. Come on. He's a true gentleman of golf. He is. All right. I'm, I'm not arguing yeah. the case. I'm so just telling you that he didn't say those words. All right, let me think about that. Um, Tom Watson. No, not Tom Watson. Not Bobby no. Jones, not Tom wow. Watson. No. If it's gentlemen on the golf course that are not <laughs> guys who are known to be gentlemen on the golf course, are the ones I'm trying to pick here. Um, or, or maybe maybe it's about, a bit ironic that this particular person made this particular quote. Oh, wow. How about Bubba Watson? <laughs> That's close. <laughs> Bubba Watson, not it, though. <laughs> No, no, sorry. Nope. Eh, here you go. Three strikes, you're out. Phil Mickelson said that, wow. if you can believe it. He did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, good for Phil. Yeah, good for Phil. It's a nice thought, Phil. anyhow. Let's live it, Phil. All right, now this will be the last yeah. one. And so far, you're you're still you're down one. I'm so down one? You're down yeah. one. So you're going to need this one to break what I, even. What's my, let's see. I broke even on Sean Connery. I got up one on Billy Graham. Oh, that's right. So I'm down one. No, well, you're you're back to. I'm sorry, I, you're back to even. I'm, I'm back to even. Thank you okay, for, for 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 uh, correcting yep. me. Hey, look, I love I don't it. Like losing. I love it when people correct me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Who said it? Okay. Somebody made the statement that Donald Trump has built or owns the greatest collection of golf courses ever in the history of golf. And I believe that is 100% true. Who said it? So part of the quote is that he believes that that's true. Right. Let me read it again. Quote. Who else would believe, who else would believe that that's true? Who it else? has to be Trump. <laughs> that's right. The quote right. is from Donald J. Trump. <laughs> okay. okay, good. I was going to say, who else would believe? Either the guy who wrote it. <laughs> or said it the first time. And if this guy's agreeing with it, it has to be Donald Trump, right? <laughs> All right, so you okay. win. And, and since you're close to the uh, the clubhouse at the Pete Dye course at French Lick right now, why don't you just go on in and say, hey, I just won a game on the radio. Um, just tell them to give you a beer. It's on me. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was calling number nine. <laughs> I've been calling number nine, and I have won the weekend passes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll work. That'll hey, work. wait, wait, wait! Before this game, before this game is over, I got one for you. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. This is this under the this is under the the who said it right? That's who the game is. Who right? Said who said it? it? Right? Right? Okay. Here's here's the quote. It's one of my favorites that I that I use with my students an awful lot. Okay. Um, golf 
is a game of emotions and adjustments. Who said it? Golf is a game of emotions and adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be one of those serious golfers. Uh, well, that's important. One of these people, so I can help my students, right? Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm going to take a stab in the dark here, Jack Nicholas. Yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> I'm you're absolutely right. right. I love it when I'm right. That's right. We've got a quick you're, fix you're, you're from Jeff. One. Yeah, I'm one for one, and I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. All right, so we've got a quick fix coming up from Jeff when we come right back. Don't you move. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 of pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. You know, people come up to you all the time and say, John, I don't have a radio station that plays those weekend golf guys when I can hear it. What can you do for me? I say, well, probably nothing. I don't control these radio stations, but tell you what I do control. I do control the free apps. Those weekend golf guys, free apps for your smartphone. You have an iPhone, you go to the app store and download it. It's free. You can listen on your schedule, not ours, anytime to the most recent show, to some of the shows in the archives or whatever. You have an Android phone? Eh, Google can handle it. Go to the Google Marketplace, Google Play, whatever they're calling it these days, and you can download the free app there too. It is free. Did I mention that? Free. And you can listen to those weekend golf guys at your convenience, on your schedule, in your spare time. And you can listen over and over and over again, and we highly recommend you do that. It is those weekend golf guys free app. We did it for you. It weren't cheap, man. For us, for you, free. Harry Taylor is a PGA Tour golfer, best known for his short game and for the fact that he is the Taylor in Taylor Made. He has been a designer of golf clubs for a long time. And one of the things he really wanted to do was design wedges that would work well out of the box for 98% of the golfing public. That's you and me, people. HarryTaylorGolf.com. Go take a look at these wedges. One, they're beautiful. Two, they work really, really well for 98% of us. And three, I can get you at a discount. Just when you order, please use the code LOVEMETENDER, and that $169 black wedge is going to set you back only 109 bucks. That's right, $60 off. And the 149 wedge will be $99, $50 off. If you use the code LOVEMETENDER at checkout. HarryTaylorGolf.com. Love me tender in the code box at checkout. You're going to get yourself a great wedge at a great price. We appreciate it. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy. You feel fine. But that may not be the full picture. 
Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And we're back, those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, normally broadcasting from the warm confines of the golf cave at Otter Creek, but he's out and about uh, treating uh, his daughter to a special weekend of golf. So we get him on the phone as long as the uh, cell signal stays intact. From French Lick. So nice far, place. so good. Mm-hmm. Nice place. There's a, you know, we, we did this last week on the show, because I, I know at French Lick, a lot of times you're looking at, at uneven lies. Because so, yeah. there, there are drop-offs. I mean, you missed the fairway at the Pete Dye course at French Lick, and it's like, okay, listen, we'll meet you at the clubhouse because you're never going to find that thing. Um, yeah, it's it's a rough one. Yeah. You know, your your daughter is an accomplished golfer playing for, uh, you know, college as she does, uh, right. Division One college. Right. So what do you see as mm-hmm. the main challenges, especially for accomplished golfers? Because we saw the senior PGA there, and a lot of those guys walked off 18, and, and they were not happy. In fact, uh, no. my favorite quote came from um, Rocco Mediate, who who said after his first round at the Pete Dye course at French Lick that he loves Pete Dye designed golf courses, but obviously Pete Dye was a little angry the day he designed this one. <laughs> yeah, that was a great uh, that was a great quote from Rocco. Pretty appropriate because that one's a tad bit more severe than uh, than others. Well, there's there's no room for for error. I mean, yeah, you got to hit the shot straight and everything, but there's also no room with, with Pete Dye Greens. You have to have your distance on your second shot or, or third shot, depending if it's par four or par five. You have to have your distance pretty much yeah, accurate. Yeah, that's quite true. Yeah, that's quite true because there are multiple levels of greens and on some of his golf courses. And uh, to, to have your ball in the right place so that the shot doesn't get away from you is, is an important thing. Let's take this to the level of, of how I help uh, certain certain players and it's really preparation if they've you know if they've gone there once before then then i'll tell them hey look what did you pay attention to you know this kind of falls under the heading of how not to make a 10 (laughs) and um you know because there's some golf courses that you know you've played a couple of them john you know and the pete dies is no no stranger to this one to this thought is there are places where your ball can get to off of a good shot that you can't play golf from anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is more about learning the golf course instead of just going, okay, first time I'm just going to, you know, have the general thought of I'm going to play to what I can see. Okay. That's a really great first thought because some people don't have that thought and then they hit it to places that they can't see that they think it must've been good. And then they wind up putting themselves in such a severe position 
that they think that they can get out of it in one swipe, and then they smack it up against another tree, and it bounces backwards, and, you know, maybe they bury it deeper into the rough. Or So at least they have a thought. It's a good player, an experienced player. I'll tell them, hey, look, play to what you can see right away. And then try to learn what we call the run-out areas. Let's just say, John, that you and I are going to play a pretty severe golf course, and I play, I've played it before, and every time the first time I see a golf course, I want to know where my ball's going to run off to if I hit it over this way or if, that, or if I'm going to hit it over that way. And if I have time, I'm going to go down there and kind of take a look at it and go, wow, can't play from over here. Mental note, yeah. can't play from over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, one of... as I try to help some of the better players, the more experienced players, mm-hmm. I try to help them prepare for a round of golf. So that way, knowing your, what we call the run-out area is where's the ball going to take off and go to off of the shot? Where's it going to put me? Where can I not go on this golf hole? Even though I might be able to see it, maybe, just maybe, hitting it that direction might not be a good thing. Yeah. And, you know, so every time we try to do this, we try to prepare for a round of golf course, a round of golf going, how do we play this? It's really hard on the first time you play it. So, John, let's say that you decide to go off and play in a tournament once. You got a, you got a big deal scramble coming up. But yet you want to go get a practice round in on that golf course because you want to have the best chance to help your team win. Even though it's a scramble, you want to be the guy who's carrying your team. So you'll go to that golf course in advance. Yeah. And you'll check it out. Yeah. And my advice is kind of make some mental notes about where the things slope to and where the bad bounces are and what side of the shot, you know, where's the miss area and where's the one that's too severe and you can't score from there. And kind of make, you know, red lights and green lights in certain areas. Okay. And you can keep a little, you know, a lot of my better players, they keep a little flip notebook with them as they go around and they try to make make notes about it, going, okay, it's a green light on the left and red light long right, you know, okay. yeah. something like that. So yeah. they just go, hey, they can't play from there. And you know, one of the toughest things, I think, uh, for, for any uh, rank of player, whether it be rank amateur or, or one of your very good players or whatever, is is, is not going for it is the self-discipline to say, I'm just going to get it back out on the fairway, take my extra one shot, and move along, rather than try to make a heroic recovery and wind up, like you say, getting a 10. It's difficult. Yeah. Difficult to have that that kind of uh, self-control. Well, and then there's sometimes to know who who you are as a player. And there's there's a whole... Uh, that I consistently go to with some of the boys um, and some of the longer girls uh, at Otter Creek. It's number eight on the east side, on the east golf course at at Otter Creek. And it's a par five. And if you hit a good enough drive, you can get home in two on this par five. But it's dangerous because there's a creek in front of the screen, but the creek is not all the way in front of the screen. It doesn't go straight across. <laughs> on the left side of the green, the creek is right next to the green. 
And then by the middle of the green, it kind of comes toward the golfer straight down the fairway, about 60 yards. And then it kind of skirts across the fairway to the right. So what you have is, and you get some bunkers on the right-hand side of the green, so what you have is you have a dangerous shot for the second shot because it's off of a slightly downhill lie. And then the people have to figure out, all right, I'm 190-some yards away to 210 yards away. That, that range right there is a lot of people's go zone when they try to go for a second shot. And then you got to figure out, are you going to, are you not going to, even from the middle of the fairway? And so you got to kind of make a plan because what if you plunked it in the creek and it's right next to the green and you take a drop and then you can chip it up and down, you know, and, and get it up and down and still make a five. Yeah. You know, second yeah. one in the, second one in the creek, third one out, but because of the, the shape of this hole, you can plunk it in the creek and you can drop it up there and you'll be real be close enough to get it up and down. Or do you lay it up and not and have to worry? What if you about run it. the risk of not have to worry about it? But yeah. then you run the risk of also plunking it in the creek on the third shot because it it's so close to the green. Decisions, is it better decisions. to plunk it in the creek on the second one than it is the third one? <laughs> well, just just go twice, and if you screw it up the first time, do something different the second. That's all I got to say. It's that exactly. simple, people. Golf is a simple game, no matter what Jeff tries to tell you. We're going to talk about uh, the simplicity of playing golf. And some business golf when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. You suck. I mean, isn't that the thought that goes through your mind every time you, like, chunk a chip or blade a wedge? It is, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it indeed. Is. It is. I hear that so many times from people. <laughs> you know, it could be. I hate to say this because I'm one of these personal responsibility kind of guys, but it could be the club. That's possible. And I don't understand. I know you do, but nobody understands, so we're not going to explain it. But the bounce and the lie angle and the grind and all that kind of stuff, it's very confusing but very important for wedges. Is it not, Jeff? That is absolutely true. You, right. you better have something that gets through the turf pretty well. Harry Taylor, former PGA professional golfer and excellent club designer, has new wedges that work for 98% of us. Harry and Taylor, HarryTaylorGolf.com. Use code LOVEMETENDER and you are going to get a huge discount. The 149 wedge for 99 bucks, the 169 wedge for 109 bucks. Love Me Tender is the code. Go there, check it out, harrytaylorgolf.com. Hey, this is John Ashton with Those Weekend Golf Guys. And, uh, you know, Jeff Smith is a PGA member, so he gets to play like anywhere he wants to play for free. You and I, we're not quite like that. We have to, you know, by hook or by crook. You got a friend, whatever. We all want a discount. We all want a deal. And we know how you can get a deal. You want to go to digitalgolfpass.com. They've got the uh, the whole country broken up into different areas. And there are a whole lot of golf courses in each area. You can buy one area or upgrade to all the areas. It's a membership. It makes you kind of cool. And, you know, with the right deal at your first foray into your favorite golf course with Digital Golf Pass, you've probably saved enough money to actually pay for the membership. Check it out, digitalgolfpass.com. Use the coupon code GOLFGUYS at checkout and you'll save five bucks. Yeah, we hooked that up for you, all right? You know people. DigitalGolfPass.com. Coupon code GOLFGUYS. Go now. Now there's a martini that improves your driving. The new martini golf tee actually gives you longer, straighter drives compared to old-fashioned wood tees. 
It's virtually unbreakable. Made in the USA and conforms with USGA rules. Get yours today at martinigolftees.com. So improve your driving with a martini. The Martini Golf Tee. Visit martinigolftees.com. Having a place to go after school will make you a better student. Having an outlet to express yourself will make you a better artist. Having something to do together will make you a better family. At The Y, we're helping build better friends, listeners, writers, swimmers, scientists, and musicians one chance at a time. Get the gift of opportunity. Support The Y at ymca.net. The Y for a better us. And we are back. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in the studio, Jeff Smith, slipping the surly bonds of the golf cave at Otter Creek, coming to us from uh, French Lick, Indiana. At least you haven't gotten out of the state. They don't let you leave the state. No, not yet. That ankle bracelet starts to go off if you leave the state, doesn't it? I know. You know what's interesting huh. is they also got one around my neck now. It's it a little stronger <laughs> when I'm mean, within five miles of the line. We want to say hi to John Glozek from, uh, he's up in Long Island in New York. He's a golfer, he's a writer, he's a businessman, and he's decided to put all three of them together and wrote a book called Business Golf, Your Key to Business, business, business Success Through Golf. There you go. I want to be successful, man. What do I do? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> want to be successful, I guess. Work hard, uh, which I think we do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're doing that well, all the time the in this business. I think we're doing you know, seven days a week. It's radio, man. It's not hard work. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's like, well, my wife is playing golf today, and I said to her, I said, honey, have a nice day at work. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm going to do what you do today. Yeah. You know, so it is interesting, though. It's a, you know, it's a phenomenal game. It's an amazing game. It's global. I think we all know that. Yeah. Um, yeah from a business perspective, you know, I, I didn't. I took up the game pretty late. I didn't stop playing until I was 28 years old. Oh, really? Uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was a musician in a previous life. I had played drums. I started a uh, drum magazine, and then my father told me to go get a real job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's the same, same story I heard from my I father know. about this radio thing, but I, I just resisted. I resisted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I'm, I'm going to be a rock and roll star. I'm playing <laughs> drums. I'm teaching drums. I have a drum magazine, you know. And uh, I wound up working in, uh, for a defense contract. I worked for a you know, corporate company that had 32,000 employees. Uh, did not play golf at all. I was playing drums six, seven days a week back in the 70s and 80s. And uh, one day my boss came to me and said, do you want to play golf Thursday? We need a fourth. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> And uh, I called my dad, told my, I, I told my boss I play golf, and I need to borrow his golf clubs. <laughs> and uh, went, yeah, you know, it was like crazy. And uh, I think I shot 105, just like everybody else in the group. And uh, a couple months later, you know, I played again, and I played again, and I realized if I was going to wear this uh, suit and tie every day, I wanted to move up the corporate ladder. And... Um, Wound up getting, you know, playing, playing and practicing a lot and living here on Long Island. I, we actually played over at Beth Page. Uh, they had a league there. And I realized how important and, and how 
wonderful playing golf in in the corporate world was uh, meeting people. I got to meet the CEO of the company through golf. Uh, and it was just interesting to see that you know you make phone calls and you ask people to go play golf. They return your phone calls. Yeah. So you know exactly. Yeah. And uh, it you is know, a couple of years later. Here I, you know, I got down to like a nine. I started a golf magazine twenty seven years ago. And I just realized that uh, from interviewing people and talking to people in the corporate world and business, it didn't matter whether you were a, a, a janitor or a school teacher or the vice president of some multi-billion-dollar company. You know, when you're on the golf course, it's really a, a, you know somewhat of a level playing field. You go out, have a good time, you develop relationships, and you know, hey, listen, if you're a, if you're a, a scratch player and you're a janitor everybody wants to play with you right you know so it's like you know if if you're playing well people want to play with you no matter what you are and you don't really have to play well in corporate golf like i said i shot 105 the first time i was out and a week later my boss asked me to go play again so it's really about you know developing relationships developing relationships on the golf course and if you want to take clients out and have a five-hour meeting you know, you could go out and have a five-hour meeting. If you called up a client and said, hey, I'd like to come over and you want to go have a, a cup of coffee at Starbucks, A, they're not going to return your call. B, you may never get a hold of the person. And C, that meeting's going to last 20 minutes. Yeah. But if you ask them to go play golf, now you have this, you know, this captive audience for a couple hours and, and you really develop a great relationship. I know to, to the, the point you made earlier, <clears throat> excuse me, if you call, you know, one of the things that most people who – you call business people to try to make appointments with is you have to get through the gatekeeper, you know, and there's all kinds of nifty books written on how to get past the gatekeeper. But if the gatekeeper, who's maybe an assistant or a secretary or something like that, if they know that the person you're trying to reach is an avid golfer and you call and say, listen, I'm just, I just want to see if you'd like to come play golf with me. Well, that gatekeeper is going to convey that message. You know that. Oh, they're going to bolt through the door and interrupt whatever they're doing. Exactly. And say, Listen, I got this guy on the phone. He wants to play golf with you next Friday. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what happened. And, and I saw that a lot uh, <laughs> way back when with the magazine. I interviewed the uh, president of America West Airlines, and I just happened to ask him. I said, you know, how, what do you do when you're ordering airplanes? And he said, I call up Boeing. We go play golf. And I just tell them what color I want them to paint my plane. <laughs> and this guy's ordering, you know, 747s and 727s and everything else. Uh-huh. He goes, yeah, we go play golf and I order some planes. Uh, and I saw things like that all the time. Yeah, well, there's um, uh, the big... Uh, actually, ironically enough, what's that? I was going to say the, the big shoe, uh, online shoe guy, Zappos.com. I was reading yeah. about their corporate culture, and they actually have a guy who's, who's at a vice presidential level in their executive hierarchy whose only job is to take suppliers and customers out to play golf. That's his That's like job. A, and I've seen that in a lot of companies. I like Verizon did the same thing. A friend of mine played with Jack Nicklaus. Uh, you know, he was out. His, his deal was go take people out to play golf. Yeah. And you just see And it doesn't matter whether, you know, whether you're an electrician, whether you're a school teacher, whether you're an athlete. It's, you know, they, people do want to go play golf. And the experience of spending that quality time together, uh, and the people that get it, you know, think of it not as recreational, but as actually developing a relationship and business, will become very successful. 
You know, it's not a one-and-done deal, go take somebody to go play golf and never talk to them again. You know, got to follow up and had a great day and, and everything else. It is about developing relationship, um, but you see it all the time. And it, it's people, I did not play golf, and that's why I wrote the book. I was 28 years old, did not play golf my entire life, realized how important it was for, you know, corporate America and what you can get out of it. And then I started playing golf. So it was the only reason. The only reason I started playing was to move up the corporate ladder. One of the things that uh, Jeff and I have discussed uh, a couple times on the show is is the fact that you can learn more about somebody in four and a half hours playing eighteen holes of golf than you ever could in meeting with them, having lunches with them, or anything like that. Which is a big help. Absolutely. Absolutely. It really is, and it, it is like a business meeting, and, and it goes beyond that. Like you said, you learn so much about somebody. Uh, to be left nameless, but I played with a, a, a golf coach about two years ago. Didn't really know him that well, but he was a really nice guy, and we got on a golf course, and he was cursing. He actually threw a club. I know he was having a bad day, but I was completely shocked the way he acted on the golf course, different than when I saw him as a person, because he was like one of the nicest guys. But it just changed everything. When I, you know, after four and a half rounds of golf, I was, I was completely shocked. Yeah. So you do learn a lot about somebody, which is good. Do you want to do business with that person? Do you right. want to become friends with that person? What kind of relationship are you going to develop with that person? Yeah. And that's really why I wrote the book, to make people aware that hey, you don't have to be a golfer, but you want to get involved in golf to develop your business relationships. Right. Um, if, if you were just, just a hypothetical here, you're walking off the green and you're keeping score and you, you say, yeah, well, I got a bogey. How'd you do? And the guy tells you, well, I parted, it, but you yourself counted six shots that he took. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what I'm does like, it... Yeah. I mean, I'm looking, I'm going like, yeah, really? You sure? I mean, you got to remember I'm from New York too. Oh, so that's it's, true. It's, yeah. It's a little bit of a difference there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a second. Uh, I got two words for you. And, and it's not, not happy birthday. It's not poor golf. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, we're going we're nice to count bar. those up in a little bit. Oh, man. So, Jeff, why don't you have one of those cushy gigs where you just take people out to play golf? Maybe we'll do that. You you can be those weekend golf guys official take-a-router to play golf guy. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. I would love it, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, add that to your resume. I play more golf than what I do now. Yeah. Well, you don't play any golf now. That's what happens. <laughs> I mean, think about it. If you want to have a meeting with somebody, fine, you're not playing golf. But if you take out your clients to play golf, you're playing more golf. Yeah. And the business that you're going to get out of it, okay, yes, there's a cost associated with playing that golf, but you know what? that cost is an investment in the future relationship with these clients. When, when you're on the golf course, you know, because a lot of times if, if we invite someone to come play golf with us and, and we're getting the golf you know, we're not paying for the golf, but neither are our guests. I get it. A lot of times our guests insist on, like, buying the beer and stuff like that. When, when, right. you're, when you're out, well, actually, this is one of the questions, John, that maybe we should just postpone for about three minutes. Can you hang with us for about three minutes? Because I, got I a lot of, I'm here. Got a lot of questions on technique that we want to get you. John Glozek with uh, Business Golf, the key to business success through golf which is or will be soon available everywhere books are sold. There you go. There we go. I I always wanted to say that. We'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. 
Hey, this is John Ashton with Those Weekend Golf Guys. And, uh, you know, Jeff Smith is a PGA member, so he gets to play like anywhere he wants to play for free. You and I, we're not quite like that. We have to, you know, by hook or by crook. You got a friend, whatever. We all want a discount. We all want a deal. And we know how you can get a deal. You want to go to digitalgolfpass.com. They've got the, uh, the whole country broken up into different areas. And there are a whole lot of golf courses in each area. You can buy one area or upgrade to all the areas. It's a membership. It makes you kind of cool. And, you know, with the right deal at your first foray into your favorite golf course with Digital Golf Pass, you've probably saved enough money to actually pay for the membership. Check it out, digitalgolfpass.com. Use the coupon code GOLFGUYS at checkout and you'll save five bucks. Yeah, we hooked that up for you. All right? You know people. DigitalGolfFast.com. Coupon code GOLFGUYS. Go now. Harry Taylor is a PGA Tour golfer best known for his short game and for the fact that he is the Taylor in TaylorMade. He has been a designer of golf clubs for a long time. And one of the things he really wanted to do was design wedges that would work well out of the box for 98% of the golfing public. That's you and me, people. HarryTaylorGolf.com. Go take a look at these wedges. One, they're beautiful. Two, they work really, really well for 98% of us. And three, I can get you at a discount. Just when you order, please use the code LOVEMETENDER, and that $169 black wedge is going to set you back only 109 bucks. That's right, $60 off. And the 149 wedge will be $99, $50 off. If you use the code LOVEMETENDER at checkout. HarryTaylorGolf.com. Love me tender in the code box at checkout. You're going to get yourself a great wedge at a great price. We appreciate it. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 of pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. 
And thanks for hanging. We are back. Those Weekend Golf Guys, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith, overlooking still the 18th green at uh, French Lick, the Pete Dye course, French Lick Resort in French Lick, Indiana, the home of Larry Bird. Uh, that would be a great place to uh, take somebody to play some business golf. Would would you got that right? Would that be impressive or what? A little expensive, but hey, you yeah, know. I was gonna say if you want to, you want to. You're right, but you want to. You want to make a statement. Take him there. Yeah, John Glozek, the uh, author of Business Golf: Your Key to Business Success Through Golf, our guest here on those weekend golf guys. And one of the questions we want to ask you a, a series of, of maybe do and don't technique questions when you're playing business golf. Sure. And one is sure. do do you defer to your guests' uh, abilities and play up or down to them, or do you just just be yourself? I think you just need, need to be yourself. I mean, that's the idea: developing a relationship. What are you going to hide? What are you going to deceive somebody? You know, if, right. And people talk. You know, if you're a good golfer, you're a good golfer, and people are going to find that out. If you're a bad golfer, you're a bad golfer. People will find that out. I don't think it matters when you're talking about business golf and developing a relationship. Listen, this is not the club championship at some club. Yeah. You know, you're going out to develop a relationship with a person. Score means nothing. A great day spending some quality time with somebody right. means something. Right. And that's the difference. You know, go out on the golf course, have a great time, have some fun. Listen, somebody shoots 100, they shoot 100. You shoot 82, you shoot 82. It is what it is. Uh, I, I, at this point, playing out on the golf course, it's all about attitude and personal relationships. And in the uh, in the sales business, in the sales business, one one might uh, be tempted to consider playing golf a one call close because you are committing so much of your money and time to this particular client or potential client. But at what point should you discuss business, or do you discuss business directly during a business round of business golf? Yeah, it's it's a matter of being conversational and spending time with somebody. You know, it, that could end up being out in the parking lot. If you know, you pull up and the guy says, "Hey, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. How was your day? Did you have a good week at work? What's going on?" You know, it, what you don't want to do is pull out a pen and a contract out of your golf bag and say, "Hey, <laughs> sign here on a dotted line." <laughs> you know, it's really. That's, that could get a little out of control. It's really about you know, learning about the person and learning about each other and learning about what they do. And, yes, yeah, certainly if it's from a sales perspective, if it's a sales call, you know, what do you have? What does it cost? How long does the product last? You know, how is it going to help my company, et cetera, et cetera. But it's really, listen, this is going to be a five, six-hour day. This is not the, the, the time to make a close. Um, but again, we're all in sales. I mean, if you're developing a relationship, even developing relationships are sales. Mm -hmm. So you're really calling on somebody for a reason. And, and as important, in case it's not a twosome and it's a foursome, you really want to balance out who you're playing with. Again, score doesn't matter, but the, the three people you're bringing together, that matters. And that is uh, of operative consideration for, um, a business person who's getting involved in charity scrambles. And I'm, I'm sure it's probably the same up there in New York, New York, but, but uh, down here we have three or four charity scrambles uh, every Monday uh, from like April through right. November. And they're all for worthwhile causes, and they're all great opportunities for a business owner to not only get his business visible to the community, 
but to make an impression on three very good potential clients. I actually have a chapter of that in the book talking about charity events because you don't have to always go out and take them out to a public golf course or if you're a member of a private club, you don't have to take them to your club, but there's a great opportunity to, to solicit your business to potentially 100, 120, 144 corporate Long Island individuals playing at the same event for a good cause and probably at a really good golf course. Yeah. So if you're taking some clients out to a charity event, there's a win-win-win there. Everybody's having a great day. It's exciting. You've got to have all the food. Hopefully it's on a nice day. And then you have these you know, two or three other clients with you, and now you're spending five and a half, six hours, eight hours, you know, because if you add up cocktail hour and breakfast before and the day, you're spending a lot of time together, and you can really develop a great relationship. And going to a charity event, well, they, you know, they win also. Yeah. And who knows? You get a hole in one, you win a car. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Yeah, exactly. Jeff, you, yes. your, your home course up there, Otter Creek, uh, there's a very large Fortune, probably Fortune 50 company headquartered in Columbus, believe it or not. Uh, do you see these right. guys doing a lot of uh, business golf out there? I do. As a matter of fact, I help them set up uh, their events. Um, as a matter of fact, they, they contact me. And I, uh, I get their tee times arranged for them, and I make sure that they're playing at the time they want to play. And um, there's an awful lot of client golf. And every time I see it, it's a casual, comfortable environment yeah. where the guys come in. Uh, I've even done some uh, half-hour clinics for them uh, in terms of, uh, you know, how not to make a tan and Make sure you enjoy yourself out there. Here's a couple things about the golf course that you'll want to know. Just because they're flying people in from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that part of my job to help the guy who's really going to be doing the playing with them is to make them feel comfortable and confident about playing the golf course. Because yeah. it's, a, it's a difficult golf course. It's a nice place. Yeah, if a high roller but, from, uh, from a... You know, I give them little hints. Yeah, I was going to say, if a high roller from a big company comes in and looks at you as the host and say, how do I play this hole? You want to have an answer. I do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. John, I want to ask you one final question, man, is what's the biggest mistake you see most of us making when we try to play business golf? It's that early on going in for the kill. You know, it's gotcha. really turning, making it into a sales call immediately. You know, and it doesn't even need to happen that first, that first round of golf. It may happen on the third round of golf or a follow-up phone call or, yes, maybe the coffee at Panera Bread or Starbucks or whatever, you know, weeks later. Um, you just don't want to make this into a five-hour torturous day of a, a sales pitch. Yeah. And that could be a big mistake. Do, do you try to uh, defer any questions your guest might start? If, if your guest approaches it as a business meeting and starts asking you pointed questions about, you know, what do you do? What do you want from me? Kind of questions. Do you answer them, or, or do you just defer them and say, hey, "Listen, we're just here to play golf, man. We'll talk about that at a later date at your convenience." Now, I think I, my personal opinion is, I talk about it. You know, if they want to know, they want to know. If okay. that's how they want to spend the day and they feel like they're going to have a good time, listen again. You're spending five and a half hours together. 
Uh, you're not going to talk about it every single hole and after every single shot because, let's remember, there's still golf to be played. Right. You've still got to make a putt. You've still got to put the ball on the green. You've got to get it out of the bunker. You've got to have a lot of fun. So, you know, if somebody wants to ask me, and, and that happens all the time. You know, people ask me, what do I do and how much does it cost to advertise and everything else? So, yeah, uh, you ask the questions. But, you know, if you start going into skew numbers and, oh, yeah, you know, I moved <laughs> up the corporate ladder and blah, 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 blah. You know, right. Let's let's not ruin the day. It is about a great day of golf and having some fun with a potential you know, potential friend. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you may you yeah. may have a guy that you can call on a Saturday or Sunday and have him come play golf with you too, which would be cool. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, the, and who knows where they belong and where they want to take you yes. out to play another time? Yes, especially that. I mean, I want to go play in French Lick. I can't wait for that phone call. Okay, well, we'll put you on the list. (laughs) (laughs) How long would it take you to get down here, John? We can manage that, you know. We know people. We know people. And I have this airport near me called JFK. (laughs) Yeah. And they have one near them called French Lick International. (laughs) I think if you've got anything anything bigger than a six-seater, it's not going to land. But, you know, you can fly over and look at the place. I know. But, but uh, it is a great place. I've been there a few times. Yeah. Fabulous place. It's it's phenomenal, uh, and it's so close. We are blessed, and I, I, you know, you living five miles down the road from Bethpage Black, where you have to get up at two in the morning and sleep in your car and stand in line mm. for a chance to play. We are so blessed down here in the mid south, Indiana, Kentucky area. We've got so many great golf courses that you can play for next to nothing. Especially if you look at what the greens fees are at a place like Bethpage Black. So. So, right, yeah, sure, up come, here, yeah. Come on down and no, hang with us. you guys got some fabulous golf courses down there. We do. I would love to, and I really appreciate the uh, opportunity today, and you guys do a great show. Oh, we appreciate that, John. Uh, business golf, key to business success through golf, John Glozek, and we uh, we will look forward to, yeah, sometime, man, come on down. I know that you, you know, you're out and about, you're all over the place, and uh, just make it a point. Give us a week and come on down, we'll, we we'll take you around. Yeah, we'll show you. We'll show you all the sides. We'd love to do it. We can work on that. John Glozek, we thank you for spending some time. And we thank you for spending some time with us here, too, with those Weekend Golf Guys. You can catch us anytime online, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You can uh, listen to uh, the archived shows. You can listen to our history on the radio, whatever you want to do. You can like us on Facebook. We'd appreciate it. Facebook.com slash golf guys. You can follow us on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys. Or you can just be back here wherever you are at whatever time you're here next week because we do this on a regular basis. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith. Jeff, uh, say hi to your daughter for me. Have a fun time at French Lick. And uh, you, you go play some golf. golf.